Well, have gun, will travel. My uncle used to say that. He tried to make a car that was powered by gunpowder combustion, and he traveled straight to an early grave. But he did travel. Paul, aside from straight to hell, where are we going? Where's the first of my guys, Mason? Your first line chef should be waiting in cell block K. Our first rescue is up for order in cell block K. We'll be meeting my line chef, Pepperoni. Wait, is Pepperoni the name or the ingredient that he's got? It's not his given name, but it's the name he took after we started working together. So what's your name? Deep Dish? You laugh, but there is a brotherhood to the whole affair. Yeah, a brotherhood where you all take silly names and have a secret handshake. Are girls allowed in your club? Paul strikes me as more of a Mr. Tomato Sauce. You know, makes the pizza what it is. Thank you, Lowry, but I don't have another name. It's something my line chefs did independently of me. But are girls allowed? Well, they aren't strictly forbidden. Right, right, right. But your staff has no girls. I suppose not, now that you mention it. Right, because no girl wants to go around with a nickname like Cheese. Now, Elva, I'm sure that there are pizza toppings suitable to be appended to a female line chef. Like what? Chili pepper? Actually, pepper might be a good one. Who puts chili peppers on a pizza? You use banana peppers. Now you're going around calling a girl banana pepper. Basil? Yeah, it's still kind of a guy's name. Green pepper could work. I've never given this thought before. You got a non-inclusive kitchen, Paul. You're never going to find an equally skilled wife to help with the business this way. Well, they're my line chefs. It would be unethical to date them. Yeah, I'm sure that's why you're single, Paul. Look, this is neither here nor there. You have been in a co-ed prison full of chefs who share exactly your unethical interests, and you couldn't find someone. Man, I know I couldn't. It's okay, Lowry. I'm sure you've been busy, too. Nah, it's because I smell like beans, Elvis. Also, I'm really creepy. I'd love to move on, but can't resist getting in the last word. Elva, you're older than the two of us, perhaps combined. Ow. Okay, now listen. Where's your significant now, other? Okay, first of all, a woman ages like buying granola. Stored appropriately in a dry environment, she'll keep for a long time. Second of all, I'm married to granola. Happily, thank you. Well, then I suppose we could all admit that we're most attracted to food, and the only reason this is coming up now is because an atavistic Lowry nearly killed us for a bunny wife. The more I think about that, the more embarrassed I get. She does carrots. What was I thinking? Beans and carrots. A stupendous and valuable observation in the middle of this high-stakes prison riot. Can we please move along before Guy Inferno rounds us all up and gets things under control? Lead on, Captain. God, beans and carrots. You guys carry on through the prison. The general bulk of the chaos has died down and someone has disabled the alarms. Prisoners run by you in the halls and don't pay a lot of attention to you. You pass one guy pushing another down the hall in a wheeled garbage can. Really just a tad juvenile for people that you bill as geniuses, isn't it, Paul? There's an element of genius in the free spirit. As I say, Elva, all paths into the flavor zone are valid. Yet there's only one path out. Death. No. Escape by using Spalding. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Or death. You guys arrive at cell block K. You reach the cell where Pepperoni is supposed to be and find him laying down in bed. He appears to be asleep. Asleep? In the middle of all this? No, that can't be. That looks like Crouton already got to him. Mason, is there any blood or anything? It doesn't look like it. Maybe he actually is just asleep. Lowry, off the top of my head, I can think of at least a dozen ways to kill a man without a trace. None of those count if you're using poison. Why would poison be precluded from our assumptions? 
Now, how broad of a definition of poison are we even talking? You know, arsenic, cyanide, that kind of thing. Boring poisoning, that doesn't count. Oh, well, in that case, I've had more time since the previous moment, and I can think of at least a baker's dozen ways to kill a man with food. He's not dead, but you'll all wish you were. You turn around and find yourself face to face with Pimienta Phantasma. He's holding an acorn shell, which he cracks in his palm before blowing out a cloud of powder into your faces. Your eyes immediately well up with tears and your nose starts running. You've been hit with some kind of spicy stuff. <coughs> Curse you, Pimienta! <laughs> what manner of evil is this? Oh god, it burns! It burns! I'm not used to spicy! Granola's not usually spicy! That's a shame. If you'd built up a tolerance, these would go much more smoothly. I'm, I'm fine. I can do spicy. Larry, your nose is running like a faucet. You are not aware it could produce that much fluid. No, really? <laughs> Hit me again. I do really good with spicy. Everyone feels the ground sort of give out from underneath them, but you're still standing. Your eyes begin to clear, but everything around you still looks distorted. Especially Pimienta, who seems to be surrounded by some kind of shimmering aura. He's grinning ear to ear. Okay, uh, first of all, Rude. Blast it all! He's already won! Elva, look down! You do, and see your body lying on the floor below you. What? I thought you should do some soul searching. See if what you want is really what you need, hmm? We've been hit by Pimienta's spicy acorn powder, which is said to be so spicy it rips your soul from its very body. We've been disembodied! Ah, uh, well, hey, at least it's good to lose a little weight. It's like health food, I guess. Larry, I'm the expert on health food, and I can't see how expelling a soul from the body is healthy. Well, you see, ma'am, it's really more of a cleansing journey for your spirit. A place where you can meet old friends and hash out old differences. A kind of head start on purgatory for some. In fact, I think here comes a friend now. Looks like one of yours, Paul. Pimienta steps aside and waits for something. Sounds like wet shuffling. Paul, I don't suppose you happen to know a very helpful and friendly plumber. Yes. His name was Barley, and he died while fixing my toilet. I've blamed myself for years, and I'm eager to reconcile. Wait, really? No. What lurches around the corner is a man whose skin is melting off like cheese on a pizza. He's dripping a thick, goopy blood the consistency of sauce, riddled with blood clots. The flesh occasionally pops and releases steam. You have to understand, Paul. Caesar doesn't want you making pizza unless all the pieces are properly in place. Your victims have told me all about what he does, and I have to agree with Caesar. I don't want to be around here when that goes down. So your answer is to kill me with my own past sins. Is that so, Pimienta? Caesar says he wants you alive, so I'll keep you sleeping. As long as you hold on by a thread, they can't really kill you. But then, they may know a few fates worse than death. Paul, the pizza spirit lunges at you. He grabs you and his burning pizza skin sizzles as it makes contact with your ethereal flesh. Nine stun. Ah, oh, you should be grateful. I made you whole. Ah, uh, hey, so, Pimienta, is it just Paul who's gonna be punished by the dead? Cause, uh... I'll come back and let you go if the situation calls for it. I hope it does, Paul, but this is going to be a long wait for you. Pimienta strolls away with his hands in his pockets. Paul, do you have a response for this pizza attack? Uh, try and kick away from it? You kick the spirit's melting flesh, but your foot only sinks into its knee. Take another five stun. Someone please, please help, this really does burn. Uh, come up behind Paul and pull on him. Okay, you try to kick away again and I'm gonna help pull you loose. Try and grab a bedsheet. Your hands pass right through the bedsheet. 
Paul, your own skin feels like it's baking in an oven. The zombie lunges forward and bites down on your arm. Eight more stun. Ugh! Ah, kick loose with Elva's help. You stumble away from the spirit, falling backwards on the floor. Your skin appears fine, but the pain still lingers. Slug that zombie in its stupid face. Larry socks the zombie square in the jaw, causing it to trip on the bunk. Paul's been bit. He's gonna turn into one of those. I get up. I'm not sure that's how that works, Lowry. It's like that in every movie. Shuffle carefully around the down zombie and get out of the cell. You get outside and find the hallways are littered with people in various forms of distress. Most of them appear to be burning alive in hot cheese. Some of them can't move and just reach furiously towards Paul from the ground, from the wall, the ceiling, wherever they're melted to. Lord in heaven, what did your pizza do to these people, Paul? Well, this segment of things was, in fairness to me, quite brief. Probably only lasted a second or two at most. I feel it's rather unfair I'm being judged for how they look precisely when they died. Is your pizza a bomb? Did you blow up a city with a hot cheese bomb? No. How droll would that be, a mere bomb? These people are all better off for what I did. Their souls are merely trapped in an awkward transition, which, for all I know, has been completely fabricated by Pimienta to villainize me. You are a villain, look at this! Yes, but my villainy was much more elegant than this makes things appear. Yeah, okay, but exactly how many more of these are we gonna be seeing? I mean, I'm not judging you or anything, I buried a whole city myself. One of the tortured souls shambles up to you guys. He's not all melted like the other ones. He vomits up a ton of beans and chili sauce. Oh, see, that one's one of mine. Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't exactly count, you know, but I'm pretty sure I only killed a couple baker's dozens worth of people. So I would appreciate it if we didn't have to deal with all of your sins first. We could at least get mine out of the way. Well, let us simply say that before I atone, I may as well count each grain of sand on the beach. You guys find that most of these horrific spirits are not very nimble. And as long as you watch your step and keep moving, they have a hard time catching you. I guess in that case, we wander carefully down the halls. I suppose this would explain why we haven't found Pepperoni's soul lingering in the area. He shares the same sins and must be on the move. Is this what we have to look forward to when we die? Maybe it's what you have to look forward to. My diet's so healthy, I'm gonna just live forever. Well, what do we do now? I don't want to spend the rest of this riot wandering a valley of slow-moving pizza corpses. We'll have to find some weakness in what Pimienta has done to us. Mason, can we pass through walls or anything? Nope. They're slightly distorted, like looking through a fishbowl, but they're solid as ever. Which way did that Pimienta guy go? He can hear us. Maybe we can hover next to his ear and make loud screaming noises until he decides conventional murder is preferable. I am all about that plan. Man, haunting my enemies is exactly what I want to do in the world beyond. Uh, but Elva, if he kills us for good, I think we're, like, stuck here for good. Well, it's not like we can just hope another guard rounds the corner and saves our butt. Wait, maybe we can. Paula, pizza ghost tries to grab your leg. Get, get off! Uh, perhaps hunting Pimienta isn't our only option. The guards are on edge. Whatever they have that qualifies for a psyche is probably paper thin at this point. Well, I guess it's a shame they didn't lock us up with chains, because then I could rattle them around a little bit. Get in the spirit. Get it? Spirit! I guess we start looking for some more guards. You think you would. You take a few steps and the ground starts to slope as the entire prison goes topsy-turvy. You begin sliding down the halls uncontrollably. Oh. Oh, oh heavens. Is this normal around here? You fall. The cell bars blur past. The pizza people stuck in the walls begin to blend in until the prison is full of horrific, melted faces. 
The bars become fingers. The windows become eyes. A darkness reels up ahead of you. Uh, I try and grab a hold of a door or something. You reach out and hook your hands onto a bar, come to a violent temporary stop, but being that the bars are now big long fingers with mottled fingernails, they flick you away and off you go into the void. All of you land with a splash somewhere wet. The landing doesn't hurt being a sort of spiritual experience, but it's hard to see, and it feels like the ground is still sloped. You're ankle deep in some kind of sticky fluid. You can just barely make out a figure wandering along the walls. The head is misshapen and broken. Hello? Is someone there? I need help. I, I have a head injury. Officer down. Your eyes adjust to the darkness and it's that guard you killed earlier. He looks like a smashed pumpkin. It doesn't appear he can hear you or see you in that state. Nah, well at least this is recent history. I am about to freak out here, Paul. Are you not freaking out? How are you not freaking out? Is this what Pimienta does to people? He belongs in this prison. Well, he should definitely be kept away from schools and playgrounds at the least. These PG-13 antics are nothing but bravado. Who's bravado? As far as we know, this is what the afterlife looks like. This is, this is it. I'm not ashamed to admit that I still get nervous watching Alice in Wonderland. That cat grinning out of nowhere, I can't handle it. The ceiling grins at you, revealing a set of disgusting snaggle teeth. Oh, 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 okay, that was not an invitation. Yeah, swipe that grin off your face up there. You see, Lowry, the trick is to not show fear. I'm sure that this is psychological as much as anything, merely reacting to us. Why, look, we said we were seeking a guard, and there one is. Coincidence? Likely not. Yeah, what do we do if it's not coincidence, and we keep on tilting down, and it gets a little more fiery and a little hotter the further that we go? You begin to see a glowing light at the end of the tunnel. It's a warm glow, like a lantern. The ground tilts slightly more, and the water rushes downward. Ah, uh, okay, all right, all right. I start climbing up away from the hellmouth. You see a fiery death, and I see a pizza oven. Get a hold of yourself, Lowry. The more you fear, the worse it will get. I start climbing upwards, too. You want to trust it's just a pizza oven down there? Well, be my guest and just let it take you on down, then. Well, Paul? No sense in testing it. I'm confident enough in my assessment. Let's go. The light behind you is indeed fire, and the intensity of it is growing. You can see a lot of the hallway that looks like the walls are made of combinations of pizza cheese and meat, with human faces and body parts warped into all of it. The fluid you're standing in appears to be a mix of pizza grease and blood. You find a turn in the hall, climb up into it, and now can stand kind of awkwardly in a crook between the wall and the floor. But at least it's dry this way. This is all you! It's all you, Paul! This is all you! I may have a fair amount to atone for. I'm afraid I may monopolize this bit of our supernatural punishment. Man, I thought I'd get it bad with the beans. I killed the whole city, Paul. I mean, I mean, where's my punishment? Not that I'm eager, but come on, I, I can't spend eternity being punished for a pizza thing I didn't do. As I understand, this is only until they need us. It won't be for only all Only until they need you! What guarantee do either of us have that we're coming out of this? For all we know, we're trapped in your personal pizza hell from now, now on! Now listen, I it can't won't be, be in pizza hell forever. It's not even poetic. I'm supposed to get tortured with beans. I haven't even seen anyone upset with me about my health food. You know, a lot of people came to me. Oh, so you had volunteers for your experiment, and you're just a saint, are surely, you? Surely, surely not evil enough to get my own little corner of hell. What is this? Do they name a whole wing after you? As though you wouldn't have taken the same steps if you knew it was the path to perfection. Just give yourself time, Elva. You'll be there eventually. All I ever did was bring out the potential in people. 
You know that all the ingredients of a healthy body yes, are already, yes, in, a already in a healthy body. And what? You want to be congratulated for cannibalism? Here at the precipice of judgment, are you hoping that God grades on a curve? I just love beans. I just wanted to share beans with everyone. I admit, I knew there'd be deaths. I, I thought everyone would be happy, though, just because there'd be so many beans. You think I practice cannibalism? If I told you that your head was located in your hindquarters, would you assume that I eat butts just because I know about butts? What you do in the privacy of your bedroom is of no concern to me. A face bursts out of the wall and begins screaming. Right. Yes. I'm going to go back to my previous estimate and insist that this place must be responding to our own psychic energy. When we thought of finding a guard, we thought of the one from earlier, who may perhaps be on his way to fiery retribution. It's likely he was a line chef, after all, which means that he participated in some crime which his boss is now paying for in the flavor zone. Well, I'm thinking that... I won the argument. That face in the wall, that was mocking you, Paul. Fine. Wish granted. I am indeed creating a great deal of tension with my own past, but given that I intend to repeat some of those steps on my way out, it bears thinking about. What's your pizza gonna do, Paul? Is it gonna kill everyone? From a certain perspective, the important thing is that it will make the flavor zone unsalvageable. Guy Inferno's operations will be ended, and that alone is a goal worth striving towards. I don't care. I just want out of this place. I don't care if you make the pizza or what. Then let us test my theory and focus on the guard station. Lowry, you know where it is. Elva, you simply focus on following us. If my theory is correct, we'll get there in no time. Fine. If that's what it takes. Just get me out of here, man. Anything. I'll do anything. You guys focus together on getting to the guard barracks, and the trip is kind of a blur. Before you know it, you're in a room with a few battered and tired-looking guards. Their beds are made of bodies, twisted up in writhing, disgusting position, and the walls still have human faces in them. They're made of cheese. But these look like normal live guards in here. They also look defeated and nervous. Well, I'll be a son of a gun. We're here. Now what? Well, now, we haunt some guards and convince them that the only way to stop it is to go where we are and douse us in mustard. All right, I mean, is that all? Mason, I walk up to a guard and start talking directly into his ear. Whoa! You have to go to cell block... I think K? Is it K? Yeah. And douse some people in mustard so they wake up from their haunted sleep! The guard swats at his ear like he's trying to shoo away a bug. Man, I'm losing it. I feel like I'm hearing voices in the walls. Yes! There's faces in the walls! And the walls are made of pizza cheese! We hate it here! Let us out! Have you ever stopped to wonder if so many hauntings are ineffectual because the ones doing the hauntings aren't clear on what they need? Here, let me try. You there. I will never leave you until you visit cell block K. Go there now and wait for further instruction. Man. Do you know when our next mission is supposed to go out? The guy he's talking to says, No, I think we're supposed to just bunker down. Man, whose bright idea was it to hire former line chefs for security? Those guys have it out for us. We're all traitors. It's no mercy. The first guy says, I mean, I don't know. I just have a bad feeling about the next one. I got this, I know, sense. The hairs are standing up on the back of my neck. It's, it's like I know they want us to be there. Okay, okay, uh, let me try. I will make a bottomless three-bean dip if you spray us with mustard, Mr. Guard. This is a one-time offer. You'll never get another chance to be thanked for pulling that stuff on us. 
Like we're going to get to the next cell block and it's just going to be like beans. Do you know one of the guys in here buried a whole city in beans? The other guard goes, well, you want to know what makes me mad? Where are they getting the contraband? Nothing grows in the flavor zone. Nothing's supposed to come in. The first guard leans in and whispers, traitors. You know, I mean like double agents. Some of the guards aren't totally on board with Guy Inferno's vision, and they've been trading contraband for the recipes and stuff. The second guard rolls his eyes. Yeah, of course. And where would that leave us? Man, I hope those guys get their nuts turned into pecan pies or something. One of the guards rolls out of bed with a groan. Man, you guys can't let me get any sleep. Fine. If that's how it's going to be, let me check if we got anyone on the radio. He heads over to the desk, sits down, and picks up the radio. Hello, this is Sergeant Maraschino. Can we get a contact the other way? Over. Uh-huh. Ghosts can usually communicate through the radio. Pa, give it a try. Uh, okay, I guess I lean really close to the radio. This is... Sergeant Cabbages. We need assistance immediately at cell block K. Please, come immediately. Over. You can hear your voice coming through, but it sounds far away and full of static. Maraschino tries the radio again. Hello? You're breaking up. Can I get an identity? I repeat, you are breaking up. Go to cell block K. Cell block K, that's Kilo. He gives it a long, concerned look. You're not sure what's going on in the guy's head, but he seems really creeped out. There's there's a, a lot of other people trying to talk over you. Please, you're breaking up. Just, just one more time. Speaking over us. Well, I'm certain it was only me. Maraschino sighs and hangs up the radio. He pulls out a little hand mirror from his pocket and starts looking himself over, checking the bags under his eyes. I get down and I breathe on his mirror. Try to fog it up. You breathe on his mirror, and slowly it starts to fog up. He grimaces and rubs the fog away. Oh, heck, guys, I can fog his mirror. I'll keep breathing. Someone draw the letter K on it. Okay, get ready to draw the letter K. When he puts down the mirror, Lowry starts breathing heavily. It fogs up again, but Paul, when you go to write on it, you find you can't easily clear the fog. You have to press down really hard and write really slowly. All right, this is far more difficult than it looks, so keep breathing. <sighs> I'm starting to hyperventilate here, Paul. Okay, well, I'm halfway done with the first stem. Only halfway? <sighs> Come on, man. Okay, and that does it. So we have what could be an I or a lowercase L. <sighs> I'm going to pass out. Elvis, you come breathe on this thing for me. I need a second. Okay. All right, and here we have the second stem. Maraschino snaps the case shut and hurriedly stashes it back in his pocket. He's pale. He looks like he's seen a ghost. You jerk. You didn't even let us finish the letter. Knock all his papers over. Some of the papers do in fact go airborne when you swing at them. Maraschino gets up out of his chair. Where do you think you're going? I grab him. You go to grab him, and your body sort of passes through his. He lurches a bit with your momentum, then rubs his arm. One of the other guys looks up. You okay, Sarge? Yeah, just my arm fell asleep. Okay, try that again. But this time, try to stay inside his arm. You hover and stay, and your arm stays in him. You can slowly move his arm around. You pull it up in front of his face, and he looks pretty bewildered. Get the other arm. I got the other. Elvis steps up to this guy and possesses his other arm. He goes, uh... Put my head inside his head. In a few short seconds... Paul, you are looking out from the eyes of Sergeant Maraschino. You don't have control of any of the rest of his body, but you do have his head. Another guard goes, Are you sure you're all right, boss? Yes, of course. It's just, I fear I've heard a distress call from cell block K. 
and I'm loath to dispatch us in our current condition, but the lives of our fellows may be at stake. Uh, yeah? Given the circumstances, I suppose we could merely guess that the other officers are in danger. I believe it would be best if we recovered any survivors and fortified our position. I thought that's what we were doing. Can you ignore a voice on the radio pleading for help? The guys exchange glances. Then I'll have no more complaints. Marshal yourselves and we'll depart for cell block K. The guards get up, slowly. One of them mutters something about a mental breakdown. Can I follow them out? You can't get the legs moving. Elva, Lowry, I need your help. Go ahead and insinuate yourselves into the man's legs. Together we'll walk him to our destination. All right, I take over a leg. I'll get my side. All right, here we go. One, two, one, two. Sir, are you okay? Yes, it's just that my legs fell asleep. I guess the rest of my body didn't wish to rise from slumber. Are you sure? Because that sounds kind of like a stroke. No, it isn't. I mean, if you can't feel your whole body, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Have you never heard of phantom body before? Well, I, I guess... And besides, what are you now, a doctor? Come on, let's move out. One, two, one, two. You clumsily lurch your stolen body out the door. Onward to Block K. 